Hello and welcome to the Catapod, Kenilworth Allotments' very own podcast. Remember, this is for you, so if you think that there's something interesting that people would like to know about or a story that you'd love to share, please get in touch. You can contact me via the contact form on the website, kenilworthallotments.org. Right, in this episode, as promised, we're going all mailless domesticus, so we're talking apples along the way. I've met some lovely people, heard their interesting stories, even tasted some delicious apple juice. And it all started one day when I found a couple of apples on our doormat. Phil was really kind enough to give us a couple of apples the other day and they're absolutely delicious. And then I found out that there was a really interesting story attached to them. So how have you got these? You've got two of these apple trees on your plot, haven't you? Yeah, well, a few years ago, a friend of mine was terminally ill in hospital and I went to visit her and she'd got some apples on her tray and uh, she had eat, eat, have one of the apples, so I did. And I said, it was lovely, Sue. I said, I'm going to take this away with me and I'm going to plant some pips and have an apple tree. And she said, well, they'll never come true to type. And I said, well, that doesn't really matter. I said, you know, it, it's just see what, I'll see what happens. Yeah. Unfortunately, two of them grew into trees, which I've now planted on the allotment. And I think this is about the third year they've been here and I had a good crop off them this year and I was dubious about just how they were so I gave a couple to um, Chris and Nick to just have a sample and they were quite enthusiastic about oh, it's it. It's really so. did it almost like um, you don't know what I thought it was like a Braeburn it certainly looked like it and it was really crispy as yeah. well. Um, can we go and have a look at the, the, yeah. the tree now? Yes yeah? I uh, stripped it this morning. But, um, so you've picked them all, have you? I have now, but I should have taken a photograph actually because they're quite, they're quite nicely, they're bunched in trees all over the, the stems. So how old are these trees? So I'm looking at the tree now, one of the trees. Oh, and it's been in here about maybe four years, three or four years. And how tall would you say that was? About 15 about foot. 12, 12, 15 foot. 12 to 15 foot. Beautiful shape as well. Um, but I'm going to have to do something about that because it'll just get bigger and bigger, so I don't know how I'm going to prune it. Yeah, because uh, this morning when I was talking to Chris, he said, oh, don't forget, yeah. you've raised that from a pip, yeah. so it will, its rootstock won't be on like a dwarfing roofing stock, no, will it? No, so it could be a big tree, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. yeah. Uh, and where, where's the other one, did you say? You said yeah, that yeah, you've got so two. The other one here, it's struggling a bit with the, in the shade of the, the tree. In fact, you can see it's... It's bending to towards the light, the isn't it? Yeah, uh, away from the railway line. Yeah. What, why do you think it's important? Why have you got two? Well, I, d- I don't know. I mean, I was lucky enough to have two. Look, in fact, I've still got Oh, you've missed one up there, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I still got two because I don't know whether I'll need each other for pollination. So, I, you yeah. know, again, <laughs> the only way I'll find that out is by chopping the other one down. Yeah, so At yeah. the moment, I'll just let them both go and see yeah. what happens. It might be worth contacting the RHS, you know, sending them a photograph of the apple yeah. and perhaps the tree, and they might be able to give you perhaps some indication of uh, its yeah. parentage. Yeah. Uh, they're very helpful. They have a service online where you can do that. So, uh, yeah, oh, cool. beautiful. All right, well, nice talking to you and... Uh, Thank you for your interest. I hope they're good keepers. Well, oh, that's right. That's going to the neck test. I'll say I've, I've got them now outside in the laundry room down at home, so I'll just see how they keep. See what they keep over the winter. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. Well, if you get any spare seedlings, I'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. <laughs> keep the pips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
Uh, what about the ones down at the very bottom near Linda's? Yeah. There are some lower on the lower branches I can see from here. So we're in our garden in Spring Lane at the moment and on Saturday mornings at the moment until everybody's run out of apples in Kenilworth uh, they're doing apple pressing and the apple press was bought with funds from the uh, KATA funds so that's where some of your money goes. So uh, do you know anything about this tree that we're picking? Like, uh, uh, So the variety is called Annie Elizabeth. Oh right, I didn't know that, yeah. And uh, it was... Uh, discovered in a garden in Leicestershire in uh, 1895 or something like that. Oh right, yeah. So it's quite a local variety then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a biennial, so it's only fruits every really, year. Do all apple trees have a year off? Or no, is certain no. varieties that Just tend to do varieties, that? Or they can go that way. Yeah. Um, well, so we're going to pick some, some of these apples uh, and take them down to... Uh, to juice tomorrow. Uh, that's a nice pair behind you, up there. So those should be rather nice, hopefully they'll be coming back as juice. <laughs> it's a really nice looking apple actually, it's quite rosy. Uh, quite a nice size as well and quite crisp so we've actually been eating some of these after lunch anyway they, they're good eaters uh, just picking the ones that are not going to be that brilliant for eating for uh, producing right that should be enough I think right. Paula. Lovely, thank you very much. That'll be well received. How did you get on, John? I got two thirds of a barrel load from Bill's Tree. Oh, brilliant. So, are we mixing them with the. With the Golden Delicious? Yeah, okay. What are yours, Pat? Uh, they're a mixture. They were growing when I got my plots, so I have no idea what they are. They look like garlands, don't they? Beautiful. That's it, just get the mud off the side and then... Beautiful! I don't think we've ever had two bottles of juice that taste the same. No. Not too many in there. No, that'll just be just about right. Pressed apple going in the press. Let's put the jug under before it starts doing itself. You alright there? It's heavy. Yep, that's beautiful. Started pressing itself. Juice looks a lot darker than the last lot. Do you want to try some? Yeah, why not? It's really syrupy. 
Tastes good. <laughs> Can I have your cup? Oh, that's lovely. Paula, do you want some apple juice? It's that, um, those that we stored for a couple of weeks. And I don't know what those other ones are. Grab a cup. That'd make good cider. Actually, that is nice. Yeah. I can't believe, like, how thick it is. No, but it's nice, though. Trudy's had a fantastic idea, and that's to produce an apple map. So she told me a bit more about it. Talking to John and Pat Hoff, um, we talked about the different varieties and, and what we've got buckets full of, and we didn't really know. So um, we sort of said it would be really good to know what was on all three sites, um, and whether they were eaters or whether they were cookers or multi-purpose and how we can store them. So it just set the thought process of let's have an apple tree map, get in contact with the people who've got trees on their plots, whether they've planted them, whether they've been here for some time. Um, and Wright um, and Organic Gardens used to do an apple identification. Um, and there's a couple of people on site that are, are members um, who we were going to ask to see if Wright would be interested in us sending photos for the ones we couldn't identify. Um, but again, if we have got things like cat's eye and other really sort of uncommon um, varieties, it'd just be nice to be able to say, uh, and if there is an appropriate association that could know that we've got them, then it'd be good. But for apple pressing, it was the taste really that we started talking about. So, um, but yeah, um, open day was a great starter for the conversation. Um, and then we've just gone on from there. So in the news flash, there's a little... Um, section just to say if you've got an apple tree let us know if you know what it is um, and I'll start mapping them around um, Spring Lane, Beehive and, and Ardyborn. Now on the way back to Spring Lane from meeting the Apple Press gang down at the trading shed I bumped into a lovely lady and got talking to her who was tending her plot on a rather windy it has to be admitted lower ladies hillside of Ardyborn. So apologies for the sound quality, uh, but she shared some really, really lovely, fond memories of her husband's shenanigans with apples on, on her plot. My name's Jackie Savage. It was my husband's plot. We've had it um, oh, 45, 45 years. We had the whole plot. Now I've got half. He died two years ago, so I, I couldn't manage all of it, so right. I'm trying to do half. with different things, grafting. And did he do the and grafting at home and then bring the successful grafts uh, up here to plant? Yes, he did just do, yes, some he did. Sometimes he, he, we did have a greenhouse. I was very, really fascinated. He used to spend his winter plotting what he was going to put where and then he would dab things in all over the place so we never knew where they were going to come up with I'm even worse than that. He's obviously very interested in the natural world, wasn't he? You know, and well, how things worked. And his allotment. Yeah, he did. He did. He really loved his allotment. Yeah. yeah. The whole style and the apples are absolutely gorgeous. I take them and I keep them in the shed. And 
Um, usually I don't buy, when we had the whole plot, I didn't buy apples for the whole of the winter. It was sort of next spring before I started buying apples. So I don't mind them when they're shriveled, they're still sweet. Yeah, what is it about Holstein in particular that you like? Oh, it's a lovely flavour, wonderful flavour. Well, it is for me anyway. Yeah. We've got a russet on the end, which I don't like, so I just put boxes down there and tell people to take them if they want. But we took the plot on when my first, when my daughter was born. She was a horrible baby. <laughs> we should take it in turns to come up here to get away from her. <laughs> and always, um, when they went back to school in September, when the children went, I used to pack my sandwiches up and come up here as a day up here. Like, it was absolutely wonderful after having them for the whole summer. Yeah, yeah. In newspaper and put them in my greenhouse at home. Yeah, yeah. They're fine for the winter. I used to pick the ones up that fell off and put them in the greenhouse for the birds in the winter. I mean, I was absolutely really bad winters. My lawn was absolutely covered with all sorts of weird birds that you've never seen before, you know, red wings and all sorts. Come, You couldn't get on the lawn for. All pecking away at these yeah, apples, yeah? And they're yeah. really bad. Few weeks, what we would you do? Pull a few out of the greenhouse and scatter them on the lawn each day or yeah, something? Cut them up and put them on the lawn. Yeah. What a lovely idea to do. Yeah, then helps helps nature through the winter, doesn't it? When it's a bad one. It turns out to be hard work in the end, doesn't it? When you start feeding them like that, though, they're all there waiting for yeah. you. Yeah, well, you feel like <laughs> a compulsion to help them then, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But that's a nice. It's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Mm. You know. Wonderful. Yeah. That's such a nice story. I mean, I like it. I find it a bit worrying now. I'm getting older. I can't. You know, it's hard work, I'm trying to do Well, you can always downsize a bit. Righto, that's it, folks, for this time. I hope you'll come along next time, because we'll be celebrating the end of another allotment year uh, with the people who've won competitions, made people smile, or just helped others in some way or another during what's been, for a lot of people, a pretty difficult and challenging year. We'll also be cooking up a seasonal treat using some allotment goodies. And you never know, the committee may have a very special seasonal message for you. So I hope you'll join us. But in the meantime, cheerio. <laughs>